Welcome, friends, to episode 10 of Quest for Pixels Conversations. Today is Monday, November 13, 2017, and I'm one of your hosts, Tony. Some people pay good money for that. Baker, <laughs> and I'm joined by, as always, Sheldon First Blood. Benedict, how's things going today, Sheldon? Dude, episode 10 already. 10. That's a 1 and a 0. Dude, it's like our first big celebration. <laughs> Celebrate good times. No, doing pretty good today. Almost done That's with work. That's good. Week's yeah, almost almost on your week off. Hell yeah. We were playing a little Doom last night. A little. That's an understatement. <laughs> we were playing at least three to four hours last night. It was great. Doom is wonderful. Playing that on the old uh, Twitch account, Quest 4 Pixels. Go ahead and follow us over there. And you can hear all the, the crazy gibberish we talk about when it's too late. <laughs> like accessories for bread Ooh, and bread That's marmalade right. marmalade <laughs> but are you ready for the onslaught of games that are happening this is the eve of the onslaught of games for the switch yeah dude like starting tomorrow there's just game after game after game well I'm glad you asked Sheldon because I did prepare a list <laughs> there are a total of 13 new Switch games coming out tomorrow. Holy crap. L.A. Noir, Skyrim, Rhyme, Rocket League, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Telltale's Batman, Little Do 2, Ben 10, uh, Rive Ultimate Edition, that one that's just like... <laughs> Green Game Time Swap, Xeno Raid, not Blade, Xeno Raid, whatever that is, and Antiquia Lost. Those last three, I have no idea what they are. Yeah, I haven't heard of the last three. Well, yeah, I did, they just popped up on the store today, actually. Um, was one of those the v one? Yeah, that yeah, one. That one was on 3DS. I never picked that one up though. I've always looked at it, but it looked like it was way uh, too aggravating for me to play. <laughs> yeah, that means at this by the end of this podcast, we'll be able to play whatever game was able to preload. Oh, so dude. L.A. Noir, Skyrim, Rocket League, Marvel Superheroes, Rhyme, I think, as well. So uh, we'll get into this a bit later, but I have an idea focusing around L.A. Noir and Rockstar. Ooh. And we'll, uh, kind of the 50-50 view of the Switch and Rockstar's meddling in the Switch. So um, I, can't, I haven't told you about it yet either. I just kind of thought about it. So today I was thinking about it, but... Uh, yeah, we'll get into Sheldon, that this is not going to work if we keep <laughs> secrets from each other. Well, I'm going to drop it like a bomb. <laughs> oh, okay. Sounds good. But yeah, so there's a crazy amount of games. What what game are you going to be playing first out of those ones? Uh, Rocket League. Rocket League, yeah. That's the majority of what I'm seeing on Twitter right now, too, is that everyone's kind of just going to be playing Rocket League. I will be playing Lego Marvel Super Heroes. I am going against the grain. <laughs> The the Lego games you were talking about those last night though and those are yeah. those are pretty good games so yeah they're always so contentful and and they're they've always been great even on Nintendo platforms too like in the past like on the Wii U and on the 3DS like and the, 3DS usually got the lower versions but they were still really really good my favorite thing about those Lego games is just like the humor that they add to them like uh I think oh yeah the, totally. the Lord of the Rings one was just hilarious yeah so. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be... And they just always... They throw so many characters in there. It's insane. Like, so many people to unlock. And a, lot, a lot of fan service in them. 
Oh, tons, tons. So the Lego Marvel Superheroes one will be pretty good, I think. So I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, I'm going to be playing that probably. I already have it preloaded, ready to go. Nice. On the old switcheroo. Got it nice and close here. <laughs> Dude, so my friend, I'm pretty sure, kyped one of my Joy-Con but forgot about it. Oh, okay. I, uh, I borrowed it to him because I just, I just met your neon ones and made me think about it. So I have the neon blue one, but I cannot find the neon red one. And he's like, no, dude, I only borrowed the one. I was like, why did you just borrow one? <laughs> yeah, you don't borrow one. Well, maybe. But maybe. that seems unlikely. I don't know. Either that or Jason hit it somewhere. But I've been looking for it relentlessly. That's possible. Kids like to hide things. Oh, you should use that uh, function on there where you can make it vibrate. Oh, you can? Yeah, from your Switch. You go to, like, Switch, Settings, Controllers, and then there's an option. It came in one of the updates a while back and it just starts it vibrating so if you've lost it and it still has a charge obviously then you'll be able to uh to find it that way i didn't know about that until just now there you go dropping <laughs> dropping knowledge bombs on you the more you know gi joe <laughs> exactly because knowledge is power <laughs> but yeah so there's uh there's lots of games to be playing we're we've been playing mostly mostly doom do you want to talk a little bit about that, or should we just skip yeah, it? If you, if you want to, you know, touch on it a little bit, we can just kind of give our, you know, thoughts and stuff so far on it. Well, I do like to touch it a little bit. So <laughs> with Doom, it is amazing that uh, was a panic button. The guys who did the port, I, it was amazing that they've been able to make it run. It's fantastic. Yeah, and um, a lot of people have been saying, you know, well, it's a really important game for the for the console, which I feel too because yep. if they can take that fast pace of a game, and I mean, I haven't had any, like, sp even playing online, there's not, hasn't been any, like, real frame rate drops. Um, no. The only thing is, I mean, just your normal server glitch issue, you know, our personal disappear, but that happens on PS4. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that fast pace of a game runs smooth. Um, you know, it's dialed back on the crispness. I mean, it's not as sharp as it is, like, on PS4. But yeah, it kind of looks like someone took like Vaseline and just rubbed it against the lens of a camera or something. Yeah, and <laughs> it's kind of got a sheen to it. And the thing is, is I mean, <clears throat> unless you had them right next to each other, that's not going to bother you. I mean, no. that's not going to bother the normal consumer. No, I should say there is those people that get all picky about it, but I mean, I'm like halfway blind anyway, so <laughs> I think yeah. a little bit of blurriness doesn't bother me. So, yeah, and as long as they kept the speed, which they 100% did, like yeah. it, it's still fast, it's still twitchy, it it still works really well. And the graphics and, aren't dialed back enough to impede the gameplay. No, and like I was saying yesterday when we were streaming, like I've been playing it strictly handheld, like the whole time. Yep. And I just love it. It's it's fantastic to have it just like that close to your face. You're not gonna notice anything when it's like that close to your face on a small screen. No. Even so yeah, so I think we both are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see the frames. <laughs> Was your name Neo or something? <laughs> he has a Cylon eye. I can see the frames. <laughs> Cylon eye, yeah. I see dead pixels. <laughs> I see dead pixels. Oh man. But yeah, that. So I think we're both pretty, pretty positive on the game. It's just, it's, it's a technical feat, is what it is. Yeah. A marvel, one might say. <laughs> but I enjoy it. You enjoy it. Right, we've been playing. We've been playing a ton of it. I can't put down the uh, multiplayer at all. Oh, dude, the multiplayer is phenomenal. I've it's it's if you haven't played it, 
it's like Halo 3. I mean, that's the feeling I get from it a lot is, um, you know, you have your weapon loadouts and stuff, but as you're playing, there's random power-ups and random weapon drops that you can pick up, and um, it's such a fast-paced game that there's not a lot of, like, camping, so everybody's constantly running into each other. Um, You're not constantly searching for people around the maps, and the maps are built pretty smart. I mean, there's a couple mm-hmm. of them that are eh, give or take. I don't really like, but there's a few of them that I really like. So, I mean, that you're gonna get that in every game, but it's yeah. the online's great. I love it. Totally. What What did you think of the story mode so far? Have you been playing a lot of that or not really? Um, I played about half and half. I played the regular story mode, story mode, and then I was playing it in arcade. Um, after you were talking about the arcade mode the other day, I was like, oh, I should try that out. And I actually prefer it in arcade now. Um, yeah. Just that running gun is a lot more fun to me. Yeah, it's a much it's much quicker. And then, yeah, you do get those, like, uh, you can see your high score and what your friends that you have on your friends list have, have gotten. And there's leaderboards and stuff like that. So it's, it's nice to kind of just compare if you're running for the high score. And it's quick. It's really quick. There's none of that slowdown. It's just, like, wave after wave of enemies as you run from one side of the map to the next yep. objective and back and forth. So... I I prefer it that way as well. Like, I tried to play the story mode, because I've read about it, and I I played the arcade mode first, and then I tried to go back to the regular story mode, and I just did not like it at all. Like, I don't need this in there at all. Yeah, the regular story mode just seems like it it, it drags back a bit. Like, you end up with no enemies, and kind of, like, feeling your way around, and I just like that fast-paced, classic Doom feeling. You're just running through it. Yeah, straight, like, arcade shooter, arena shooter, like, it's like picked right out of the 90s they did a fantastic job on the game in general and then the port to the switch amazing yep and that opens the doors and that ups the ante to all these other developers oh yeah like it says now you got to show me what you can do because we made it work oh yeah dude just between between that and skyrim they bethesda totally just mic dropped on everybody else like if we can do this there's no reason why the rest of you can't do it too so yep it sounds like it's going to be a big seller on the Switch as well, so that's good. I saw a tweet today, and they were excited. Uh, there's, like, this hashtag going around called uh, Doom Million, like Doom and Million, and they're trying to get Doom to be a million seller, which yes. I think it will be no th- problem. Yeah, I think it'll hit that. I think it was, like, number three in the American eShop or North American eShop. So yeah, that's right. Really when good. we were looking at it, we were looking at it, and it actually moved up one spot from the time I looked at it to when you looked at it. So, yep. so that's good. But yeah, there's lots of lots of good games, lots of potential there, and we uh, we got a leaky we got a leaky pipe. Somebody called the plumbers. Well, they're not plumbers anymore. But <laughs> uh, wait, is Luigi still a plumber? He probably still is. I don't know. There wasn't much of a backstory as far as him changing professions. No, they just kind of just dropped it out of nowhere, <laughs> which makes sense though. Like, why would you go back to that? everyday grind when you're living the life <laughs> you know going over to peach's castle for cake <laughs> and uh riding your dinosaur friend all the time why does everything i say sound dirty i didn't mean it like that people pay good money for that that's right but yeah there's speaking of this like leaky pipe so there's tons of uh nintendo rumors that emerged on reddit uh it looks like member das verge bin has uh, spilled the beans on some uh, some some maybe leaks, but of course take it with a uh, big old heap and help and assault because we don't know if this is legit or not. 
But uh, I'm just going to run through a few of these, and we can we can talk about them. Maybe let's just give our opinion on them. I'll just read it out real quick. Okay. And then we'll go back and forth. So I'll read one. We'll see what we think about it, and keep going from there. Okay. So uh, switch port of Dragon Ball Fighters. That's with a Z. Because uh, you know, I'm Canadian, so it's Z. <laughs> <laughs> Is in the works and will likely come out in fall slash winter of 2018. Hello, la. la- Sorry, how likely do you think that is, Sheldon? Mm, I think it's likely because I mean, just the I think so. there's been there's already one Dragon Ball game, isn't there, on Switch yep. right now? Plus, they did the Dragon Ball games for the 3DS, so it seems like they're supporting Nintendo quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I think I that, one, that one will probably come to it. Is that something you'd be into? So. Uh, actually, like this one out of most of them looks more interesting because the art style is really good, mm-hmm. and apparently there's actually quite a bit of a like a story mode to it okay and i think that would be more interesting than it just being like a straight, a straight up fighter. fighter yeah yeah but there's a few back in the ps1 days that i played and they were just like phenomenal games yeah and i've never been really big into dragon ball z like it's never been my thing but uh with the art style and if it was on the switch and with a good story mode i could probably see it happen i might nice. jump on board all right, the next one is uh, Soul Calibur 6 is in development for the Nintendo Switch alongside PS4 and PC, and Link would return as a guest character on the Switch version. What um, do you think about that? Now, that was the same on GameCube, right? Link Correct. was in that one, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's it's possible. I guess mm-hmm. I haven't heard much about Soul Calibur. I, me, me neither. Soul, I didn't even know last, it still exists. <laughs> the last Soul Calibur I played was on GameCube, so... Last time mm-hmm. I heard about it was on GameCube, but um, I think it could happen. I mean, um, maybe not as likely as a Dragon Ball Z because yeah. it's kind of that random, out of the blue. Like we said, you know, we haven't heard anything about it for years. Right. So, what about you? What do you think? Uh, I think it's definitely possible. Uh, it seems like you know they they partnered before, obviously, for the GameCube. Yep. I could see them doing it again, but. Yeah, like you said, kind of out of the blue. Who knows if that's legit or not. But I don't know. Would you play it? Um, Probably. I'd pick that one up. I like yeah. Soul Calibur on GameCube. Yeah, they're unique fighting games for sure. Yeah. I haven't played one in, like we were saying there, since the GameCube. But yeah, I'd probably jump into that. All right, next one is uh, there's been pressure towards Game Freak to get Pokemon's 8th generation out in hopes of a release next year. If you recall Pokemon Stars, that is or was real, but all it was was a sun and moon port to the Switch Switch used to test the engine in a tech demo kind of thing. So Stars was real, is slash was. It was used as a test to uh, just check out the engine, make sure the tech was there. What do you think? Is um, Pokemon releasing in 2018? I, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think they've been because Pokemon, Poke, they have a weird. I guess it's not really weird. It's actually, I mean, pretty uniform how they release their games. Um, so we got uh, Sun and Moon last year. Mm-hmm. We're getting now. We're gonna get the Sun and Ultra Moon, Sun and Ultra Moon. Sun and Moon, um, which would probably, I'm guessing, would be the equivalent of getting you know that third entry, so like Emerald or whatever. Um, and then we usually have a break there. I think if right. any, if we're going to hear anything from Pokemon, we're going to hear it in January. They draw that stuff out all year long. So um, yeah, exactly. if, this is, if this is happening, we're going to hear about it in January. Pokemon, they'll have their own direct. They're going to do a whole big shindig. 
um, coming to a new console, so that would be a big thing. Yeah. Um, so they're going to really draw on that, and they'll probably play it out all year long, like they did with you know, like the anniversary and stuff. Right. I agree with you. If, if they're gonna, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna be right at the beginning of the year. They're gonna tease it, and then they're gonna slowly talk about new characters, new levels, whatever else they're doing with it, any kind of connections or whatever. And uh, but I do think this could be one that's real. For me, I think it's. I think Pokemon is closer than we all think. But I, I do think if it is coming next year, it's going to be obviously the the holiday game. Yeah, Hopefully. I feel like they they had their main team on Sun and Moon, and I bet they're just using like whoever else to do Ultra Sun and Moon, right? Like yeah. they're not using the core team of it. Yeah, because they've they probably the been working it on it. They've used the same engines and everything from Sun and Moon yeah. on uh, Ultra. So yeah, that, and if it was using it as a if they're using it as a test, like who who's to say it doesn't use that same engine, right? Yeah, it could use that exact same engine because apparently like. If you find the base models of all these 3D, this these assets, they actually look really good in high def. Yeah. So if you like play it on an emulator or whatever, you can like upscale it and it looks really good apparently. So, so nice. it could be as easy as that. Uh, one thing I hope though, if they are working on a Pokemon, I really want them to change that series up. So, you know, we mm-hmm. got Zelda got revitalized, Mario got a revitalized 3D environment, 3D game. And I think Pokemon needs to be revitalized. I need to change it up. I mean, Sun and Moon, they changed it up a little bit. Um, they added some new features, but it wasn't like... Like, I'm talking, like, they need to fully invest on the in- online structure for Pokemon. Because Pokemon is built for online. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like, the MMO-esque type, you know, either... Where you can just... You can enter that MMO world where... Um, you know, if you're at home or whatever, you have a connection, you can actually interact with other people in real time. Um, yeah. I, I think that's something they hopefully they'd work on because that would make me pick Pokemon back up again and try it again. I think that that is coming, but I don't think that's going to be this next one. I bet you that's the one that's going to be like two the or three Switch years. built engine. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking because... I, I completely agree. They need to up the ante with the online stuff, and I feel like the the 3DS and being on the DS back in the day, you know, just kind of held it back from being able to do those that extra. And the Switch is more than capable yep. to have that infrastructure. And like Nintendo doesn't even have their online sorted out yet, so that'd be kind of weird. But yeah, we'll we'll see. But I think I think that big one that you're looking for is going to be two or three years down the road. Yeah. All right. Next on the list. Metroid Prime 4 should have something revealed with some in-game footage early next year. Uh, it says, from what I've heard, I'm hearing a direct in January particularly, and Bandai Namco is developing the game for Nintendo. Thoughts? I don't think Bandai Namco is developing the game. I think they're helping out with the game. Because mm-hmm. Nintendo talked about, a when they were talking about Metroid Prime earlier this year, they were talking about internal the the because everybody thought that retro was working on it but the way they talked about it, they have an internal built team that's working on it now i think bandai namco could be assisting them so like a you know a simops thing where they're all working together like uh that happened with breath um, of the wild yep. yep they were they because they're the ones that do xenoblade chronicles right yes i believe so and yeah and um i remember when they were doing it for the wii u after they were done that, they were helping with uh, some odds and ends around like the environments and stuff like that for Breath of the Wild, yep. which would make sense. That would make a lot of sense and if it was like an internal team with, with the help from the outside team. Didn't Bandai Namco help? They worked on Mario Kart 8 too, didn't they? Mario Kart 8, 
and um, didn't they do? I think they did a f- couple of the Mario parties too. So yeah. they've been they've been around. Oh, you know what else they did? Um, F Zero. Oh yeah, yes. So that'd be good. But yeah, so that's that's awesome. I think I think it's pretty. Um, you think it's pretty likely we'll see some in-game footage? I I would think so. I think so. I think. Okay, just the fact... Okay, so Nintendo... Remember when Nintendo was talking about, you know, they don't like announcing things or showing anything that's too far off. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have shown Metroid or even mentioned Metroid if it wasn't within the next year. Mm-hmm. I think Metroid is going to be our um, fall game next year. I don't think Metroid will be the big, um, you know, the holiday game because Metroid's not... You know, as big as like some fan, like me, I want it to be like that big, huge, shining star, but it, it's not. I mean, it's an amazing series. It just doesn't have the cult following that other ones do, like Animal Crossing or Mario or Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they could turn it around if they, you know, develop this game and push it right, advertise it right, and everything, you know. But I think um, hopefully we see something on it early this coming year um, and see a release, you know, in the fall. Yeah, I agree. I think that, um, like you said, it's funny how we're always like, oh, Nintendo doesn't show anything until they're really close for it being released. And then when Metroid Prime, we're like, oh, and it's it's years and years <laughs> away. Listen, I think it is, I don't know if it's next year. It might be 2019, I think might be a little more realistic. Yeah. It'd be awesome if it was earlier than that. But uh, I definitely believe that they've already started on the game. Just because they only showed us a, a splash screen doesn't mean that's all they had. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's definitely coming. You know, and I think the reason we got a splash screen was they didn't want to take the developmental time to make that trailer. Yeah. It, making those trailers is intensive. Like, um, like the the Zelda one they did for GameCube back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, right before Wind Waker came out. I mean, that was like an intensive project that took you know some. It took like took them like six months just to develop that trailer. Um. So I don't think, you know, with the Switch coming out and the games that they were working on and finishing Mario and finishing uh, Zelda and getting all that stuff ready, I don't think they wanted to take that time out to, you know, make a polished trailer. So we got a splash screen. I think, yeah, they, and that's I think just, they have been working on it, though. Yeah, and that's the here, here it is. We've been working on it. We're working on it now. Just let us show it when it's ready. Yep. And, yeah, I think I think we'll definitely see some, some in-game footage. I think they kind of have to. Yeah. I think it's still going to be first person because they went with uh, the prime name. So yeah. I think it's going to be still in the first person, which is going to be awesome. If Doom is any uh, example of what can be done. so Oh, yeah, dude. Like somebody said something about, um, I, heard, <clears throat> I don't remember I heard it, but somebody was saying, you know, it'd be awesome if like Bethesda developed Metroid Prime 4. And oh, after yeah. playing Doom, I was like, God, that would be amazing. Like just, I mean, the, the teams that they had work on uh, Doom did such an amazing job with that i mean mm-hmm. the fast-paced and um the movement i mean just like that that first person aspect they did excellent on i think it'd be really cool to see bethesda develop a nintendo game oh man that'd be awesome and yeah like the, that's the best exciting part like with all these like third parties coming back that and if they see their games are selling well on the switch like that opens the doors for for partnerships and like other team-ups for other things you know yep and Nintendo's been a little bit better about, you know, you know, leasing that stuff out to people. Yeah. And working with, like, Western developers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the leaks. There is a there is some kind of Animal Crossing and that they hope to release next year as well. 
So Animal Crossing, yes, no? Is yes. it the Animal Crossing we're waiting for? I think it is. I, I think that they started <laughs> developing this Animal Crossing game for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. They had all the 3D characters, the, the models done for the characters in HD for uh, that, oh, whatever it was, the tree community. Yeah, we had that thing. plaza thing. Yeah. Yep. So I think that this game has been in development, and about that time that they released that thing on the Wii U is when the Wii U started to croak. And they just moved it over and started developing it as a Switch title. So, you know, I'm sure they had to rework things and whatever, but I think that this game is going to come out, you know, this, this, this coming year. I think that'll, that's going to be our major title. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Animal Crossing just celebrated its fifth year for New Leaf. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was released in Japan five years ago, like almost to the day. And uh, that's a long time. So yeah. what were those guys working on? They didn't put all their resources in uh, in the DLC for that, obviously. So no, and that they have like an exclusive team that they put together. Like when yep. they started working on New Leaf, that was their Animal Crossing team. So yep. I think they. I think they we'll see that game for sure. Something. Yep. Yeah, we'll see it being released. I, I don't know if it'll be the winter game. Maybe that'll be the fall, the winter it'd be cool to title. Get it, it'd be cool to get it. Uh, you know, a simultaneous release. Everybody gets at the same time in the fall. Because yeah. then you have you work from the fall into the winter, and you know the fall and winter months are the best in the game, I think. So mm-hmm. because of yeah. all the different celebrations and stuff like that, so it'd be a good one to get out like that around the range area where Mario came out this year. Yep, I could see that. All right, the this is a big one. Hold on to your hats. Hold on to your cappies. The Switch's virtual console will not be like how it is in its current form. There is some kind of subscription service of sorts in the works. So part of this we already kind of know already. Subscription yep. service. They've been tossed around the idea of what they kind of wanted to do with it. It seemed like they didn't really know what they wanted to do with it yet. They like finalized. Um, I could see that being just that's how the Switch Virtual Console works. Maybe it just it's like PlayStation Plus. You get your free game as long as you're subscribed. You yeah. download it to the console. And you're good to go. You got Netflix. Netflix, that's right. And I think you'd have to you'd have to offer it as a download. It wouldn't just work over streaming. No. Uh, the games are small enough, obviously, for like Super Nintendo and NES. But uh, the Switch being a portable console, it's not always going to be connected to the internet like when you're out and about. So I think it's definitely going to have some sort of download capability, and maybe when you are not subscribed, they just disappear. Yep, like PS Plus. So you get to download it then. <clears throat> When yeah. you know that you, if you let when it expire, if you let your subscription expire, then those games you got for free with PS Plus go away. Yeah, I, I think it's locked at that form. I think it's the same way because it sounds like they redacted their, you know, because they at first they yeah. said, uh, you know, it'll be available for the month. Yeah. And then people got angry. And then it seems like, well, they backpedaled on that one and said, no, I guess we're not going to do that because then there was nothing about that part of it. They kept on that same, it's going to be a subscription base. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be tied into the online setup. So you subscribe, just like PS Plus. You subscribe, you get access to these games. You know, and even if they offer so many a month, whatever, I'm cool with that. There's so yeah. much to play anyway. That I mean, and if there's only th- four, or three or four, or five that are available, then I'm going to try something new that I normally would bypass to go to my normal ones that I'm going to download. Yeah, so. and if they integrate. Because when they first mentioned it, they were kind of talking about online, yeah. and it would have some sort of online integration for those games, like 
patched into it. So that could be really cool, you know, having Dude. everyone playing the same game online at the same time on the Switch. Dude, And online, yeah, if there's only, like, two or three options, everyone's going to be pay- playing the same thing. Online multiplayer for Super Mario World. Ooh, that would be good. <laughs> and Super Mario Kart. Yeah, Super Mario Kart would be great. So that one's a good one. Makes sense. It's the next one is Mother Three is real. Uh, according to my source, it was completely localized and playable. The sad thing is that I've heard it is being held back for some reason, which all I know has something to do with not knowing which month to release it in. So that's a really weird statement. I wouldn't put it past Nintendo to do something like this. We've heard rumors of this game being ready to go forever. Yeah, we heard like lots of rumors around the launch of the Switch saying that it was ready to go. So maybe that's the case. They just they want to make a big event about it. They're waiting. They and uh, there was talks of this game being localized when it came out on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> yeah. So I think it has been localized. I think it's been done. They just it didn't sell well in America, and Nintendo just kind of went off of that. They didn't want to drop it over here, which it's funny now because with the online, like they did with Mother or uh, Earthbound Beginnings and stuff like that, yeah. they're not. There's no risk. Yeah. I mean, there's absolutely no risk for them. So do you think maybe maybe they're waiting for some sort of announcement? Yeah. Maybe they're going to say, here's Mother 3. This is what you wanted to play. You guys can play it on the Switch. Maybe it ties into the virtual console subscription service. Yep. I bet. And then, and then maybe they say, guess what we're working on? Mother 4. <laughs> People would, it would just like, okay, so if they said that, every, like, the world would probably just implode. And then oh, the man. universe would just cease to exist. Twitter timelines <laughs> would be like on fire. My phone would probably set on fire from it just like lighten up. But that'd be interesting. I don't know if that would happen, but I could see it going with the subscription service. That yeah. makes sense. Maybe they launch it with that. Maybe they say, here's the subscription service. One of the first games you get, Mother 3, it's localized. Bang, go whatever, play it. Whatever they do, it's going to be just a hot drop like they did with Earthbound on the Wii U. Yeah. Here it is, and you can download it now. Go play it. Yeah. Um, I think that's because they, they kind of like doing that Apple thing. So yeah, so something... and yeah, that would be that'd be a great one for them to do it with too. Yeah, because it has such a heavy cult following behind it. So many people want it that yeah. I mean, they're gonna make money hand over fist when they do that. Exactly. So yeah, that makes sense. We're waiting for it. We've been waiting for it for a long time. I'm sure they'll drop it, like you said. Just drop it. It's available now. Bam. Maybe when they do the January direct. Who knows? That'd be cool. If there is a January direct. Okay, next one is, according to one of my sources, they claim that Square Enix is doing The World Ends With You 2 exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. Did you ever play The World Ends With You, the original one? I didn't. I heard a lot of good things about the game. I just never found it. Um, yeah. So back when I played, you know, back on DS, <clears throat> you know, we didn't have the ability to download the game. So, I mean, I only got out of town so often. And like I've mentioned a couple times before, the Walmart that, I mean, I frequent the most doesn't have a good selection of games anyway so that was one that i never stumbled upon um i did hear i mean i remember there was an episode of uh, nbc back in the day with jack i can't remember his last name but either it was when um i think it was right when what's his name took over but they were talking about the world i mean it was just it was a whole hour of them talking about the world ends with you and i mean it sounds like a cool game and i heard i mean there was something else i read about square enix developing a game specifically for switch they never said yep. anything just they just said you know they're developing a specific game just for switch so it could be that yeah that's right there yeah i saw like a tweet or something along 
a, w- a while ago saying that Square Enix is all in on the Switch and they're like making some games. Nothing's off limits, kind of is what they said. So yep. that means like Final Fantasies. Oh yeah, revisiting old games like The World Ends with You, making sequels to that. That makes sense. I think I think uh, Bethesda was a big driver on them too because you didn't really hear much until you know there was a lot of Bethesda talk. All of a sudden, Square's like, yeah, well, you know. It's we possible. believed it it's, from day one. I swear. <laughs> it's they then they kind of like backpedaled and said, "Oh well, it's it's possible for Final Fantasy 15 to run on it," because at first they're like, "Well, no," and people are like, "No, there's no way it could run." Then they're like, "Well, technically, yes, it can run there." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'd be a good one. It'd be you know more games, better partnerships, stronger Final, partnerships. Final Fantasy is at home on Nintendo. Ooh, like a lot of these, things, I know. They, they, these games are all coming back home. It's like That's a bunch right. of kids that went to college and now they're they're homesick. Mama, I'm home. <laughs> Next one is Blizzard is preparing a Hearthstone port for the Switch. I'm not sure when this will be announced due to the phrasing, but I heard about it when I went to BlizzCon. That makes a lot of sense. Yep, this one so, I actually saw a tweet about. Um, one oh, of the yeah. guys from uh, one of the guys from the uh, Blizzard team had tweeted a picture of one of the World of Warcraft gnomes like peeking over a bar door. Is I think it's like the like when you fire up uh, um, when you fire the game up, Hearthstone up, you know, it's like that image. And it says uh, like the tweet, like the message said, Switch we're looking at you or whatever. So oh I think, yeah, that's right. So I think this is something that they're actually working on. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. You know, it's portable card game. Everyone seems to like it. You know and if it's Perfect for the Switch. This one plays off another one. Like, I hope that if this does come out, then there's there's no reason why the Pokemon Company can't release uh, Pokemon uh, TCG online on the Switch. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, they had so many issues with Apple with there because they were selling like you can enter like the so when you buy a pack of cards, you get an online code card with them. And Apple threw a fit because they weren't making any money off of it because people weren't buying packs through the store. They were just, you know, getting their physical packs and using the download codes. So all of a sudden, if you're playing on iPad, where because I played it a little bit here and there, and mm-hmm. I stopped playing it because on iPad you couldn't enter those card codes, and that's, I mean, the mainly the way I got because you can buy a pack. Like if you go to a card store, there's one card store in one of the towns we go to, and they sell mm-hmm. like a pack of fifty of them, like because they, they just open like loose packs and they take those code cards and they sell them for like six bucks and you get fifty of these code cards. So um, that's how I'd play it, but after Apple was like, nope, you can't do that, and then I was thinking about Switch, I was like, they should just bring it to the Switch, because it's a tablet anyway. But yeah, I think no, card games card games like those, I think, would work really good on Switch. Makes sense, makes sense. But yeah, so that's all the rumors that this guy had. That was a, quite a bit of rumors, so yeah. maybe we will see a January Direct. We're all kind of thinking that we will. Uh, it seems to go with their pattern of things. They like to kind of let everybody know what's coming out for the new year and stuff like that. So hopefully we see a direct in January, but yeah, some cool rumors, some exciting stuff. Uh, lots of stuff. Yeah. I think, uh, so which one of those has you the most excited? Like thinking about like what possibly could happen with it. Uh, it's probably a, it's probably a three way tie. I'm going <laughs> to cheat. It's a three way tie between virtual console, animal crossing and seeing some footage from, Metroid Prime 4. Okay. So my I'm I'm excited for Animal Crossing. Like mm-hmm. after, like after they did the direct for the mobile game, like all I've thought about, like I've wanted to just go back on New Leaf and start over and start playing again and um 
I really want the next game to come out <laughs> really bad. Yeah, man. Animal Crossing is one of my... It's in my like top 10 favorite games of all time. Maybe Same even game. higher than top top 10. I've never seen a game like that I thought was going to be so stupid just completely hook me. And Animal Crossing did that for me. Especially New Leaf. New Leaf just was amazing it's funny that's the exact same thing my wife said like after i got her to play it because at first she's like i'm not playing that's dumb that's stupid yeah. I'm not gonna play it all of a sudden she's got 450 hours into the game yeah exactly <laughs> it's like i do enough chores in my real life <laughs> and i have to talk to stupid neighbors so now why do i want to do that in the game but lo and behold uh, nintendo knew what we needed before we did <laughs> but yeah so that was a great that's a great kind of warm-up to what we're going to be talking yeah. about so, I'm bringing this discussion to the table. This is the topic. What would your dream 2018 look like for Switch games? Oh, boy. So, this is what I was talking about earlier, um, my little bombshell. So, you remember when the so the Nintendo Nostalgia guys did the Metroid initiative? Yep. I think we need to start a Rockstar initiative. And people, if you can afford it, you know, either go out, make sure you buy yourself a copy of Eleanor, even if you play it and sell it back, but at least go buy it and support that game because there's so many people that want uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and they want a port of Grand Theft Auto 5 because that game is still relative somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if I think this Eleanor is their uh, their tester. You know, they're kind of dipping their toe in the water, seeing how it works. Um, and I think it has the capabilities of selling really well. Just look at Doom. I mean, most people a year ago, people would have said, no way in hell Doom would sell on a Nintendo console. It wouldn't sell that well. And now they're creeping up on, you know, a million copies sold. So, um, so yeah, take that and uh, think about doing that. If you can afford two copies, buy a copy and give it to somebody. I think... Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm going to pick up two copies of the game. I'm going to get uh, the digital version, and then I'll get a physical because I want it on my shelf. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll have a second copy if Jess ever wants to play it. So, um, so starting off with that, I think um, we're gonna. That's have... good. Do you want to do one back and forth? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So yours was Red Dead. Yeah. The... Okay. Yep. Red Dead Two. Mine would be. Luigi's Mansion 3. That's something that I've wanted for a really long time. Luigi's Mansion games are awesome. I love Luigi as a main character. He has so much more emotions than Mario does. You yeah. know, he's scared and he's weird. and <laughs> it, It's just, it's really funny. And just like hearing him like hum the song when he walks down. It's just full of charm. Mario! Mario! <laughs> it's just perfect for, like, uh, Nintendo games are just great like that. They're full of charm and just, like, little unique touches. Yep. And I believe that Luigi's Mansion has that, you know, in spades. So it would be really good to see a new one. There was a rumor when the Switch first came out that there was going to be a Luigi's Mansion announced when the Switch was announced. Never happened. That was back when we were talking about NX. NX. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, one of the rumors said that they saw footage and it looked like it was kind of like almost like a cartoon because it looked so good on the Switch. And if you like remember how Mario and Rabbids looked, it'd be easy to think of that as well. Yeah. Like that kind of style, nice, nice sheen to it and looks just like really cartoonish, really pops out. So that's what, that's what I'd like to see. 
I'd like to see that'd be a cool, three. That'd be a cool one for Nintendo to hand off to Ubisoft. I think Ubisoft could do an excellent yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. On that. It'd be perfect for them. So that's that's what I'd pick. What's your next one? Um we already talked about it a little bit, but Animal Crossing. <laughs> mainly because I think um, that's a strong title. And it usually comes out, you know, closer to the beginning of a console's life cycle, or at mm-hmm. least it did, you know, like on GameCube. I think GameCube it came out the second year, uh, second or third, second year. Um, DS it came out on the second year. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we're working into the second year of Switch. I think that'd be a, a good drop. That's going to keep momentum going. Uh, it's something they can announce in. You know, if they do our January direct, they can announce it. That's going to raise hype levels, and it's going to keep people talking about it, um, which is important, you know, for them to keep selling consoles like that. Because people, if you announce Animal Crossing, there is a whole mass of people that are just going to buy the console in anticipation for that game. And Nintendo's been a lot better on their, you know, release dates, saying this is when it's coming out, and it actually comes out. Yeah. Aside from Zelda. That game yep. never comes out when it's supposed to. So exactly. I think I think that would be a good game for them to bring in year two. It's yep. comfort food for Nintendo. Agree. Yeah, I'll I'll piggyback off of that because I also have that on there. Obviously, yeah, Animal Crossing. Just imagine the Joy-Con set that you could get with that. Do you think about remember when they released that 3DS that had that pattern? Mm-hmm. Like it's like the white one with the. Oh man, That'd if they did sweet. that for Joy-Cons, like that would be so sick. That'd be awesome. But it's it's a game I actually kind of think might be sooner rather than later. I think this might even be before the holiday. I feel like they might have something else for the holiday. Yeah. So maybe this is like, maybe this is summer. Maybe that fills that summer gap. You know, like yeah. kids are off school. People, you know, usually take time, you know, from work. And that'd be it'd be perfect to spend that time playing See, Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing is a unique game because it can release in any season. Oh yeah. And yeah. do fine because the way the game works. So every yeah, season, and it works in seasons. Yeah, yeah, every every season of the game has something else to do, something new. So depending on, I mean, they just choose a season. They can release it in spring, and it would do great. And since it's such a, a viral game, so many people love it, they have the freedom of releasing that whenever they want. And I think it's you know goes back to Nintendo kind of walking to their own beat. Um, they've kind of proved to the Switch that it doesn't matter when you release something if it's something that's good and something that people like, and you follow up with good uh, marketing you're gonna sell the hell out of it so yeah and guess what else hmm. you know what else happens in summertime people go camping oh yeah people go camping in rvs and at campsites <laughs> and that would match perfectly in for their integration to their uh, mobile app. app there we go That's and right. you can take the switch with you and mm-hmm. animal crossing is the perfect mobile game exactly see we just figured it out Boom. that one's gonna happen for sure you guys better quote us on this, on this Summer episode. 2018 confirmed. Confirmed. Okay, what's your next one? Um, my next one is... How many do you have, by the way? I didn't, we didn't really talk about I kinda, this. I kind of just... I'm grabbing the things off the top of my head. I was thinking about it all day today. So, uh, okay. uh, my big ones, we kind of covered already. But uh, Throw me a... If you have one that's really out there and wild, because I have one that might be a little bit odd. Um... Like, maybe this is a dream one, you know? Like, something that may not happen at all, ever, but... You go really quick and let me think about this for a second. Okay. So I, I combined two games to make my ultimate game. I took Wii Sports Resort plus Pilot Wings. So that's what the... That would be the title of the game. It would be Switch Sports Resort plus Pilot Wings. 
Nice. And yeah, you get all the same things you got in Sports Resort for the Wii, and I think it'd be perfect on the Switch because you know it's a game console that you want to play with people, you want to show off to people. You got your Joy Cons, you got your other kind of input input methods like the Pro Controller. You could play with a lot of people. There could be fun mini games you could play, you know, on the go, and then some that you need to have docked. I think it'd be great. Pilot Wings needs a return to the uh, Nintendo world. We need to see that game again. It's been a long time. That was one yeah. of my favorite games on Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, you saying? And uh, yeah, and, and I just love to see it back. Even on the 3DS, Pilot Wings was great. I had a lot of fun with it. Oh man, I, I've been looking for that game still, and it is hard to find. Really? Yeah, there was a time when it was like on sale for like two dollars yeah. at like EB Games and GameSpot, GameStop. And uh, after that, I've just never been able to find it for cheap ever again. Even yeah, like think... on eBay, they go for like twenty bucks. Oh damn! I was gonna say I think I think I saw it at uh, GameStop last time we were out of town. So if I if I find that for cheap, I'll have to pick that up and send it up to you. That game's great. Yes, please do. I've always want I've wanted to play it for a really long time. I had a blast with it because that was like that. Yeah, it was a release game. And that, because yeah. I got that one, I got Street Fighter, and I played the hell out of Pilot Wings. Nice. Yeah, so that's my kind of out there one. Um, my out there one would be a Lego Dimensions um, toyification game for the Amiibo that uses oh, every yeah. Amiibo in some way, shape, or form. But um, they're, you know, Nintendo's really dabbling in this open world idea. They're mm-hmm. getting more keen to it, so uh, some sort of open world Nintendo verse amiibo game. I mean, give us a real reason to use them besides unlocking a costume. I think that would be really fun. Um, some sort of online integration or uh, multiplayer type s thing, you know. So if you wanted to play as a certain character, it depends, you know, what amiibo you have. You can play as any of these characters that you have, and you can visit all these different worlds from, you know, Nintendo's. Um, arsenal of games um, just kind of take Nintendo's history and slam it into a game mm-hmm. I think that'd be, I like that I think that'd be really cool and it'd be a good use for the Amiibos and it would uh, justify all of us spending as much money as we did on plastic toys yeah you know what it would be even like the story could even start with them showing Amiibo just sitting on a shelf and then something like in the space space time continuum happens rip in the space or whatever and just sucks them all in there or like, and then they all just go to like their adjacent levels and stuff like that you remember the um smash bros how the kid was playing with that or whatever yeah something like that where like you know the kid's playing with it and all of a sudden it sucks into this world where Mm -hmm. he gets pulled into this nintendo universe that'd be really cool yeah and then the kid is captain n yeah there we go perfect there you go we see we're making we're making ideas That'd be a really good one. I really like that idea a lot. And yeah, like I got too many amiibo with nothing to do with them except for sitting on that shelf. Yep. So that'd be good. All right, next one I got another one that's kind of it's kind of out there. So there was a game for GameCube and PlayStation Two at the time. It was called Time Splitters. 2. Oh, dude. And I would love to see a Time Splitters Three exclusive for the Nintendo Switch. That would be amazing. You know, there, I, there's a huge, that, that there's a big crowd behind that game. Like, I remember that game was really popular back in the day. Dude, playing as that monkey was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time yeah, it's got a, was fun. 
has a big cult following for sure. And like every everybody I've mentioned, like Time Splitters too, they're like, oh yeah, that game was awesome. <laughs> so it'd be great. That'd be like a real showstopper, I think, mm-hmm. if they had that in a direct like. That'd be kind of like. Oh, them. and we got this game. That'd be like them what they did with Bay- with Bayonetta, you know? They grabbed yeah. this title, you know. Even exactly. if they did the same, you know, where we're gonna develop three. But, you know, we're going to release two with it or we're going to release two and then three comes out, you know, following two or whatever, something like that. That would be great. Exclusive for Nintendo. That'd be be really good for um, the Switch. Yep, I I would be very happy with that. Do you have any more that you want to share with Um, the class? One that I really, really want is a new F-Zero game. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think it's time for that game to come back. I think it it's been long enough for them to give it another try. Um, give these uh, because they're seeing a lot of new uh, new people moving up in the Nintendo uh, developers, all these new developers and everything. Um, and I think you know, let them run with it. You know, I mean, the last you know, it's, it was never a huge seller, I guess. So let them play around with it. It's kind of an open area, you know, and see what happens with it. At least I think that would be a mm-hmm. fun game. I, I loved F Zero, so. That'd be good. I, w- I would like to see F Zero come back in a in a different format. Like maybe give it a kind of go like a Diddy Kong Racing yeah. route and give it like a story mode. Yep. That make cool. you do objectives. Yep. Like make um, m- make him come out of his vehicle and punch people in the face. <laughs> so like think about like what was that one that was like Drive Club where you're like driving across the nation or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So do it. You know, planet planet based, and. Uh, you know, have it story mode where you're actually, you know, moving forward. It could be like an on-rails type thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, make it more interactive. Um, yeah, just I something think, that's not just straight racing, I think. Would and be... I think HD graphics help with that fast-moving game. Like, mm-hmm. it was always kind of a pain to play because it was never sharp enough, I think, to move that fast. Yeah. So I think that would really benefit from, even on, like, you know, that tight, um, the switch screen itself, it would look just fabulous on that. So I, I have, agree. I have one more um, that I just thought of now, <laughs> and it was originally developed by Blizzard back mm. on the Super Nintendo, and it's Rock and Roll Racing. Nice, uh, dude. I love that game. Yeah, that's and a good one. Blizzard should just be like, "All right, World of Warcraft, you're gonna have to sit down for a minute. We're gonna go make this bomb dig game." <laughs> yeah, that was a great that's game. A- That'd be a cool nice. one to bring back. Even if they even if they didn't like just release it to Nintendo and let them put it on the eShop or the yeah. virtual console. Yeah. Or or even if they just made a short like like made did a remaster just a download only kind of title, you know, yep. like a, a cheap like you know, they did with Duck Twins. 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that kind of kind of deal. That'd be awesome. That's a good so, one. So, I have one other question to pose to you really quick and just if you want to do a short answer on it. Um uh, it wasn't Kimishima, but the oh, the guy Kaizumi? in the reds, Kaizumi, the guy in the yep. red suit. Um, yep. He said that there was a, there was an interview, and he, uh, I don't know if it just slipped, but he said, you know, they were talking about you know 2018 and uh, the momentum, and he said that you know there's nothing to be worried about aside from what everybody knows. The teams are working on new IP. What do you think? What type of genres do you think they're going to be tiptoeing in with these new IPs? Oh man, that's hard to say because they already have racing, they got fighting, they got party, 
they got they got platformers they got adventure games now they have open world I yeah mean, they got like, shooters man i don't know like i don't even know what what genre left they have to to conquer like maybe like maybe back to like maybe a, a, a tactical game like advanced wars like because yeah. he also i think in that interview he also said that there's going to be a lot of non-traditional yeah. nintendo ips coming out I'd be so cool that, that that's kind of where i got the idea for the uh for the discussion actually because i was thinking about what could like out there kind of games be but yeah i don't know and thinking I, about in that light like okay so they have all these new developers mm-hmm. um they're kind of turning them free they're they i just imagine like this ginormous like store building that has all their games all their consoles and tv set up and they just push those developers in there and they start grabbing old nintendo games and saying you know this is what the game was what could we do with it how could we you know revitalize it and i think that'd be a really cool idea take all these games that haven't been touched like okay i would love, like the land fight yeah okay so uh, even like even like that that there could be a lot of cool things they could do with balloon fight a 2d kid icarus would be phenomenal i would love a new 2d kid icarus i like the, the kid icarus on the 3ds besides the fact that it gave you carpal tunnel um mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so but a 2d a new 2d i, I like uh how they did metroid uh, yeah. sandwich returns something like that for that treatment to a kid icarus game yeah, man, so, there, there's such a even, like wealth of games. Even ice climbers could yeah, be something ice climbers. really cool. Yeah, they could definitely re reinvigorate some of those old franchises for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that would be good. Like on on the list of like games, I also had like a 2D Zelda, like a Link Between Worlds style yeah. on there, and a 2D Mario. But I want a new, I want a new style. I don't want the new style. <laughs> I <laughs> you want, know what I mean? I want I want, I want Sonic Mania style for Mario. I want them to remaster and remake Zelda 2. Because, like... That'd be good. Um, it's yeah, one, it's, of... it's, it's, it's one that I've never finished. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily hate it. It's just one that I've never played much. And I think it could really benefit from having that you know, remastered um, look and you know, treatment and kind of putting it back out there for... So would you want people. it like a a 2d or would you like them to be like oh we got this breath of the wild engine let's just make a village out of it and have them walking from you know place to place in that village kind of thing i want i'd want it 2d mm-hmm. top down and then pull into um you know the side scroller still i think there's some pretty cool things they could do with it like uh, um shovel knight kind of did that overworld, yeah. oh yeah yeah world type thing you know they did an excellent job with shovel knight and I think that Nintendo could kind of play off of that with Zelda 2. And, Man, they um, could even give it to those guys. Yeah, so that's cool, too. You know, and like give it to the Yacht Club. Earlier, give it to them and just let them run wild with it. Because, you know, this is the story you got to follow. And, you know, follow the story the same way it was done back then, with more context now, of course. But, uh, you know, and just do something with it. They, they're excellent at that type of style of game, so... Yeah, do you remember leading up to the launch of the Switch and, and Breath of the Wild, where they were showing those kind of developer journals, kind of like they were at like some developer conference and they showed like this that they created the original, like it, like yep. Breath of the Wild in the original style. Yeah, of the original Zelda. Like I was, I swear, I thought they were gonna just like drop something like that I'd, and be like, dude, I'd pay here you go fifty bucks to play that. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be epic. Like to have Breath yeah. of the Wild in a top down 
NES type version game. That'd be sweet. I know, or even if they like took what they were just messing around with and made it into like, you know, like five sh- five short dungeons or whatever, yeah. and was like, here you go, here's this, and then just you know, thirty bucks or forty bucks, whatever. Yep. Actually, no, they they charge full price because we think, pay it. I think yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be think, worth it, actually. I think it'd be a cool uh, engine for them to keep around and play with in the future. You know, that whole remastering thing, playing on Nostalgia, take that one and make a new Zelda game in the style of the first one, but it has, you know, HD graphics and everything's more flushed out and everything. But just that, yep. you know, walking around, almost overly hard, I mean, um, or confusing, not hard, confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even harken back give it uh where you can draw a map on the screen so you can hit pause and you can draw the map as you go so kind of like uh oh whatever that there's that one dungeon crawler where you draw maps uh etrian odyssey you uh, you develop your own maps or whatever do something like that with it i think that'd be really cool i don't think we're gonna see a zelda game for a while but that'd be something cool or they take that that idea where they recreated breath of the wild in the original zelda format they add a couple levels to that and then they package it in with Zelda Maker for the Switch. Perfect, dude. Zelda Maker would be bomb. I mean, Man, that'd be good. Dude, there's a lot of people who are like, well, I couldn't. That, there's no way that wouldn't work very well. It's like RPG Maker works, so why yeah, exactly. would Zelda Maker work? No, it, it could totally work. For sure it could. Especially like for the original top-down Zeldas. Like, it's, it's literally just dungeon, dungeon, dungeon. So... I have one more game to add to my dream t- 2018. I was okay. I was texting you this the other day, but so I was going through the 3DS eShop and I saw Mario Maker on there. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, I really want to play Mario Maker, but it's such a pain to drag my Wii U out here to where my computer is and stuff and whatever. You yep. know, if I'm going to do it, like I've got to have something in mind, like I'm going to sit down and play this. But I want them to port that game over to Switch. I Me just, too, man. It's an amazing so- game. And I, I just want to play it again. There wasn't enough people on the Wii U to fully enjoy it. So no. let all these new people, these 8 million people that own Switches now, all enjoy Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. I agree. We I think, definitely I need think that. that should come over Smash Bros. 9 out of 10 times. It should be Mario Maker. Yeah, me too. I agree. Like, And that's, that would be something so easy for them to just be like, yeah, we updated it. It's not that hard. Here you well, go. You know, and I mean, you could do... On tablet, you know, you could use the touchscreen. And then we have the motion controls that are actually decent with, you know, the Switch. So you could use the pointer mode with the, was it the right Joy-Con? You could use the pointer mode or whatever. And I think it'd work out all right. Even if they just said, when you make your games, you got to do it in handheld. Play them in docked. You got to make them in handheld. That'd be okay. Yeah. I mean. It's like the majority of people play the Switch in handheld anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you have the majority of people that play either both or just handheld yeah. there's not a, the like the the group of people that play exclusively on the tv is not that very big or not very big and you know they said there's other games that you have to play exclusively in handheld so if yeah. other people have done it why can't nintendo do it with mario maker it's the best way to enjoy this game mm-hmm. so. yeah and we were we were talking about a couple of ideas for for quest for pixels yes. that we could do with mario maker so if that came out on the Switch, that'd make it even easier. I wouldn't have to dust off the old uh, Wii U. That'd be perfect. That's going to be a January drop. You heard it here first. Yep. It's going to be, and it's available now. Exactly. <laughs> See, man, we're getting good at this. We need to take notes and be like, this is all the things we said, and then we'll see that we're completely wrong come January. <laughs> oh, dude. Our, I can't wait to do our E3 predictions. That'd be great. Oh, man. It's going to be It's going to be <laughs> spicy. 
Mug. So that was a good topic. I was uh, was happy with that. Yeah. Uh, you got any shout outs? Any community stuff? Um, you mentioned it at the beginning, but you know, go over and check out our Twitch channel. That is where we are going to be spending the majority of our time. Yep. You know, we've got it set up now, and me and Tony have been, you know, going back and forth and streaming together and stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've even got, you know, like all of our past streams are on there. Some of our highlight videos are on there. The stuff's still going to come to our YouTube channel. So if you're over there, you know, you're still going to get the highlights, but the majority of our streaming is all going to be done on Switch or on uh, Twitch. So uh, definitely check that out. And it's uh, twitch.tv forward slash quest for pixels. It's spelled out. So it's quest F O R pixels because somebody stole mine. Um, so yeah, check that out. It's a pretty cool page we got set up over there. Yeah, Sheldon was doing some uh, some work on it. Looks really good. Some nice uh, nice displays and fonts. So go check it out. And uh, yeah, we'll be doing a lot of streaming. I'll I'll be streaming a lot this uh, in the next few months here because got a lot of time. So we're gonna be doing a lot of that stuff. Gonna be playing some uh, Steam games and hopefully some Switch games tomorrow. And uh, pretty much all this week, I'm planning to have at least. Tuesday to Fridays between 1 o'clock p.m. and 3.15 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, I guess, is what we are. Yep. Yep. And then... And, uh, yeah. And then anything on top of that. Yeah. And usually, you know, like, well, starting Wednesday, I'll go on my days off. So I'll stream, you know, or I'll jump in whenever throughout the day. But, uh, you know, we usually, we've been streaming starting about 8.30 or whatever. And, and, you know, at night playing Doom and stuff, so... Um, yeah, and we could we'll be doing more streams where we're just jumping in, chatting with each other, and stuff like that. So you know, and it helps too if you go over there and hit the follow button, um, because then you'll get a notification when we do go live, and you know we'll post stuff on Twitter and everywhere else too. So um, we kind of have a uh, pseudo schedule put up on the Twitch page, so you can kind of see yeah. like our ideas of when we're when we're going to be on. So that helps too. But uh, yeah, if you hit the follow button, you'll get a notica- notification when we go live and stuff. So. And it helps us yeah. out too, and we appreciate it. Exactly. So go over there and subscribe, so we can uh, keep doing this and and try to make it uh, make it our real jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So All that's right. good. I'm gonna probably do a couple of maybe a few streams for Extra Life. I want to continue doing that Extra Life thing. Yeah. Um, so maybe like once a week doing some streams for that because that'd be awesome. Um. And, you know, the donations are open all year long, but this one, you know, for this year, it goes to the end of the year. So, you know, if you've got a little extra money floating around, you want to help the kids, you can still go over to our uh, our team page at Extra Life and, you know, make a donation, whether it's a dollar or $50, you know, it all helps. So. Oh, so that's how it works. I was wondering, like, when it, like, stops and goes over, you know, like... It makes sense. Yep. End of the calendar year, so yeah, yeah go there and support us with that. Awesome. For the kids, it's for, for the, the kids. kids. And we'll do. Yeah. You know what? If we continue to get some some donations here and there, we'll we can do uh, you know some extra streaming on the weekends and stuff, and maybe come up with some fun things to do. Yep. And we're gonna be. Uh, I don't know if I think Sheldon put out a tweet uh, the other day about questions that anybody wants to have answered on the show, or if you guys have any ideas for topics. Go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on our Gmail, which is also quest number four pixels at gmail.com. And then usually, uh, you know, we try to get our topic out. So, you know, watch Sunday afternoon usually. And if, uh, you know, we'll tweet out, you know, the topic sort of that we're going to be talking about. And if you have any comments or stories or whatever, um, it's all appreciated. We'll read it on the air and, you know, 
answer what we can. Perfect, and we're going to have a, a giveaway coming up right away, too. We were going to do one for the episode, but we didn't have uh, enough time to get it all together. So we're going to do that pretty soon here. Uh, once we do, maybe we'll put up a short video kind of maybe explaining it. Yep. Or uh, we'll we'll tweet. We'll definitely be tweeting out some stuff about it as well, so look for that. And hopefully you can win something. we got a couple of good prizes to give away, so uh, expect that coming soon. But, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening and or watching. And like, subscribe, and uh, share. See you later. I like bread and bread accessories. <laughs>